are you the kind of person who often gets lost thinking about what if situations related to science do topics such as paradoxes and the kardashev scale excite you if any of the topics i mentioned interest you then you are in for an adventure my friend in this episode i'll share the crazy story about why i chose commerce instead of science as a stream in college and we'll also discuss some of the scientific concepts such as the paradox and the kardashev scale and i'm just really just before about to begin i'm super excited for this episode i have some super juicy stories yeah i was just going to like laugh a lot you know lots of relatable content so let's just jump straight into what you have come here for all right so let's start with story time okay so let's talk about why i chose uh, commerce instead of science uh, I, uh, even though i love science right and yeah the title explains it right why i love and hate science so let's start today's story right uh, why i've taken commerce starts all the way up to four years back right while i was in eighth standard right particularly right uh, i don't i I, uh, i don't think i was a nine year old but let's call myself a nine year old just for the meme okay well i was a nine year old right i'm talk and i was in eighth standard uh, i'm talking about subject science particularly right for this podcast and this episode on and this topic in general so we were studying right in the science of the subject we were studying and all that stuff right but we had the old syllabus right and our old syllabus uh, you know like from time to time your uh, your concepts your your information gets outdated right with new technological advancements like you're not going to teach the same windows computer stuff xp stuff to the windows 10 uh, the modern day and age one right so you have to keep updating your textbooks so we were studying the old syllabus right Uh, and for the non-native viewers, I think this happens everywhere in the globe. Every uh, every set of four to five years or whatever that uh, given year is, a uh, set of batch of years is, we update our syllabus. Right, the education system updates our syllabus, puts in new concepts, changes the textbooks, etc. So we were studying the old syllabus. It was theory based. What is theory based? Theory based is it is filled with a lot of paragraphs and very and it is just filled with concepts, very little examples and practical explanation and practical, you know, like. Uh, practical use right you know it's very theory based like it's uh, think of it like your uh, philosophy subjects something along those lines right so science was probably uh, for us like at that time mixed with evs that is environmental studies we had one big thick textbook right no bifurcation no physics no chemistry no biology no 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 just one big thick science textbook that's what it's called right and science wasn't particularly interesting right back then and it <laughs> The, the see like the thing is like we had uh, these uh, like textbooks which i'm not interested in because it's theory based right and i studied it like other subjects right like the same science same english same math same right normal there was nothing good about science and right? nothing innovative back then i personally felt i was good at grasping science than most of the subjects right now since it was theory oriented right i had to learn paragraphs and write answers right for the exams they we uh, we had to learn paragraphs of answers from the textbook and write them uh, for the questions asked in the exams right so that's how uh, our science worked back then right uh, examination system and uh, syllabus so i was very good at grasping science as a subject very good for some reason okay and i feel i feel somewhere uh, somewhere down uh, in, inside me i feel that i was just so good at blindly uh you know like uh, go- i mean again before i continue i feel like science back then was basically like some a subject not to think just to blindly learn and blindly paste 
Uh, now I guess yes, uh, our sub our syllabus has changed. Uh, yes, it's definitely four years now. Our syllabus has changed, which I will cover, but it's become more practical. But yeah, the questions in the paper was very the theoretical, right? Very answer paragraph based, no practical, no diagrams, like very little according to that, right? So I was good at this method, right? I was very comfortable at just blindly learning answers and pasting answers, which we all do at some level or the other. Even there are two there are two ways how we approach uh, like uh, examinations, right? There are two options, like uh, and one, if you understand the subject, it's good, right? Because it's really powerful. Once you understand the subject, you can elaborate it using the points you've understood, and that's the benefit. But just some some lines on the other, like for a weak subject, so-called weak subjects that we call it, when you are not able to understand it or you know like mug it up, I mean understand it, right? So a next resort is like I just can't. My brain is not understanding this. You know, like your tough math formulas, your science. I'm not understanding chemistry, your physics. Yeah. So what do you do in these uh, these situations when you don't understand? You mug up, right? You're like yeah, just this, 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 and this, 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 right? <laughs> we 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 just cross the understanding point. So. I was good at this method, as I said again, and so I thought to myself, science. And uh, whenever anybody mentioned science to me, right? Science, poof, easy. Okay, so the thing is, like, when I said science now, I was talking about a stream in college and not the subject itself, right? So and I went around telling everyone that I'll take science, and science as a stream in college. It was cool back then, right? Like when you're a nine-year-old, right? And when you're in school, right? And you're not in the college life. Science seems very cool. Okay, if you ask me. Science seemed very cool, you know, because they're like your astronauts, your doctors, your engineers. Everybody's everybody's in science, right? And before I continue, right? Well, uh, this podcast will be coming out late, obviously, because I'm recording it in bulk. But I think, uh, uh, like again, I don't know when this is going to come out. Like, safely, say three months ago. I think uh, our education education system, uh, our Indian education system, made some really good changes, and uh, a lot of changes. Like, they completely revolutionized the syllabus. And this education system as a whole, and you know, and all that stuff. I watched a podcast about it, and I learned about it, and I absolutely love what they have done. Only problem is, by the time these changes are going to be implemented, which is obviously is going to take time to reform the entire educational infrastructure and put their new ways and methods and uh, curriculums in. I'm already going to be out, you know, doing my job that is podcasting. So I wouldn't get to experience it, but I'm pretty sure, like, the still the younger generation might have a chance to experience this. And my my children, yes, and our children, basically, like our generation, um, and yeah, the generation after our generation. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Now, uh, coming back to as I said, science, uh, science as a stream in college, right? Although majority of the kids, nine year olds in school, who said uh, who said science, I'm pretty sure I all majority of them ended up in commerce, right? They, and me included, right? And I'm pretty sure we weren't aware of what we are getting ourselves into. Right? Nobody told you, right? When you're taking science, what you're in, you're, uh, you know, like uh, you're getting yourself into. Again, I'm not into science, so I don't know their subjects. I don't know like your degrees and whatever your your uh, line of academic progression is, right? But still, I feel like it's a bit more complicated and it's a bit more like a, a very academically rich. I would say, uh, lots to learn, lots to study, right? So yeah. Um. So the thing is. I'm not hating on science in any way, shape, or form, right? So if you have taken science, right? So so it's good, good for you. You the only reason I feel like you've taken science is either you love science or either parents or your society has forced you, right? Simple. That's that's very simple as that, right? People who love science, 
and want a job right as i said again if your job is like your engineer your scientist your astronaut anything that has related to science you obviously the have to take science as a stream to get inside and to do it again now if somebody corrects me like i'm wrong and there is some uh, out of the box way to do it then i'm going to be roasted because i'm not that uh, you know like aware about this but that seems the most logical right okay let's back to the story which i've been uh, resuming for so long okay after being so overconfident for a full blown 8th grade 9th grade hit me in the head it hit me so hard the pum and a pum you know like that sound and then i cannot even explain right uh, how it hit me <laughs> again it was a realization hit right again it was not a physical hit okay but for this podcast i will explain what exactly happened okay so what exactly happened was as follows um so basically as i said again what happened was uh, every 5 to 6 years as i said earlier in the podcast our education syllabus gets changed right but <laughs> so the thing is when i went to 9th standard right 9th grade as we call it or whatever you want to call it our syllabus got changed right in in, sh- in short our syllabus got changed so what the previous batch of who were in 9th standard what they studied and what we got was completely different right so our uh, syllabus uh, revised it and made major changes to it to make it more better and efficient absolutely no problem right no problem whatsoever i mean whenever you make changes and good changes and updated it, it's absolutely supposed to be good right so what they did to our batch right while they were while they were modifying the syllabus right they heard all the backlash and all the criticism they were constantly getting for keeping it theoretical and not practical right as i mentioned earlier in the podcast so they decided once and for all to make the syllabus practical and you know updated because they didn't want us to be paragraph spitting robots right quote me and neither did the companies who'd want us in the future to hire people who are paragraph spitters right robots so the needs of the companies started to change and they started valuing experience and practical knowledge more than how many textbook answers we could mug up right so yeah in short syllabus changed now it impacted all the subjects as far as i know other subjects i was happy right perfect reduced syllabus right uh is uh you know because of this change there was an increased in objective type questions which is again a plus i'm so any the objectives any day over learning paragraphs right and they added more personal response questions right prqs which is better than learning answers any day if you ask me i'm all day just going to you know how i love to talk right like i just go on and on so i will go on and on in the paper and write for personal response questions you know it's better than you know like you having to mug up answer which they will grade you on rather than you know like you actually getting you writing whatever you want your opinion right personal response okay now let's talk about science okay now let's cut all the bs aside of what it did to other subjects let's come to science it finally got bifurcation into three parts right which we all commonly know and study as physics chemistry and biology now practical in science is a bit to <coughs> um i'm tough okay i'm not going to lie okay i was weak at practical science there i said it in science yes the answers did reduce yes and turn into practical questions but that was worse worse why well in chemistry chemistry wasn't answers anymore you see chemistry no 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 it's the goddamn periodic table now everything has to be related to your elements every two words in the textbook after every two words i'd see the formula like h2o or ch3 and you know i people who are take, who have taken science you know i you know they are thinking of chemicals right now and the most complicated chemicals okay now listen away which started getting around pretty quick right 
and i you know backed by also learning the stupid history behind this shit right i'm not interested in who created what element who made what changes to the periodic table i'm not interested please leave me alone which is which is surprise surprise i'm not interested right i'm not interested in learning the history of this nonsense let's switch to biology okay well biology turned into a vocabulary class okay hear me out it would basically break down any living organism into 1000 plus parts right and then just start throwing ninja <laughs> ninja stars <laughs> i mean words at you at every lecture you you'd hear 50 plus new words right which you which you not even recollect the half of what you heard and the remaining half of which you <laughs> which you heard you won't even you won't be even able to pronounce it you know like there is a limit people who have taken commerce or arts know exactly what i'm talking about they fear science and what it is to take science right it's personally interest right if you have taken commerce it's like because you like commerce right or whatever the subjects it provides you've taken arts because you've uh you've you like something which uh, that arts provides or your uh, end goal that is your job makes uh, requires you to go through that that stream science i mean <laughs> i mean i mean i see now let, before i before i elaborate on science right hold on hold on hold on hold on let's cover people's favorite yep that's right i'm talking about physics i mean before i go any further physics is like your ghetto maths which is literally something i didn't ask for okay and is mind blowingly difficult if i didn't mention that already okay physics is basically a textbook full of numericals which is science related to math problems okay and since i absolutely wanted none of that action i legit left it optional a majority of the time right i have mad respect for the people who took science and are slogging their asses because trust me it's not my cup of tea at all okay quick note for non native viewers okay <clears throat> commerce science and arts are the three different uh standard streams in college right so how education system works is like we have your nursery your uh, junior and your senior kg like the kindergarten that's kg is kindergarten right then you have your first standard to fifth standard that is your pre no no that's your primary your fifth to 10th uh is your secondary and then your 11th 12th which is basically your college which is higher secondary and then you're ahead right your degrees and whatever that is you want to call like uh, i don't know what that's called but again for the non interviewers this is outdated as i said again the syllabus has changed so it's like it's i think it's now 5 plus 3 plus 3 plus 4 right something along those lines right it is distributed in that way so again don't take the explanation i just said it was just the way it was for me right and uh, as in college uh, assuming we still have to take the old explanation we have still three streams that is commerce science and arts okay so once i now that i've explained that okay um what what should i go up to next okay let's come back to science a society at uh, at the least okay at the society i live in is what whatever is scripted whatever written in the script i can't understand it <laughs> okay now i get it okay okay yeah, it just took me a while to understand i mean i, I i'm like busting out like for so many scripts like i have not even keeping track of what i'm talking about right okay let's okay as i was saying 
our society basically straight up worships science right according to them there is no such thing as other streams okay the only thing to do after school is to take science in college and to do some engineering degree and shit okay no 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 commerce what is commerce no no commerce nothing arts what is arts drawing or what <laughs> that is what the simple <laughs> i sound so dumb but this is me speaking through our old society's point of view right which is absolutely ridiculous if you think about it right how close minded people can actually be again except my super duper awesome pro parents of course because they are open minded so the literal reason right why didn't take science right listen close it's big, it's about time that i spill that tea the literal reason why i didn't take commerce is because one i absolutely hated science by then which i'm assuming if you have heard the podcast till here then i'm pretty sure that you know the back story right and two arts doesn't have any respect in the society <clears throat> disclaimer okay no offense to anybody who pursues arts okay you do you i'm just joking right also i'm talking about the society here all right how often will you get an amusing reaction when you tell someone you're pursuing arts right i absolutely respect equally everyone who has taken whichever stream in college i'm just talking from the old society's point of view right i'm sure <clears throat> people's reaction is pretty pretty pathetic to it because they're so close minded and for my arts aspirants i honestly don't know why society uh, thinks so down of you i wish the best for you i hope you succeed in your endeavors and prove these people wrong and since commerce was the middle ground right and i wouldn't mind doing a desk job aka a 9 to 5 i decided to pursue commerce right science is absolutely hate i didn't think like i would do uh, there would be anything that i would love to pursue in arts and uh, <clears throat> society just tears you down for having that middle ground commerce i mean what's the problem right it seems like the best so i and okay <clears throat> so I, that's the reason why i decided to pursue commerce i hope i don't know yes yeah, 1710 this is where uh, you I, by now i'm pretty sure you might have understood why i've decided to pursue commerce note I hadn't found my passion back then aka podcasting which I'm doing right now and yeah that's pretty much where I am see you see science always intrigued me especially the lab aspect of it you know shaking test tubes and making different color liquids you know you know and you know like cutting those frogs like how the, every 8th grader thought of science well now that I've graduated I can positively say none of this ever happened okay some lab experiments did happen but they were pretty mundane okay i guess to cut frogs you need to pursue science and shit okay um did i mention that i was done oh my bad i did although science was i was bad at science academically my interest for science did not drop one bit what do i mean i mean learning about concepts such as time travel paradoxes kardashev scale etc I could literally watch science videos on YouTube all day about such concepts and be happy. But if someone someone told me to start solving numericals and start chemical bonds in chemistry, then I'm like, "Come on. This is not how science is supposed to be like." And if you're the type of person like me who likes to watch science videos on YouTube but hate studying it and are able to relate with me, then I need a follow. Yes. follow the podcast right now because i have more relatable content like this scheduled to release throughout the upcoming weeks and if you follow the podcast and trust me you will not miss it since the podcast is too long already and i am no vsauce 
we'll cover paradoxes and the Kardashev scale. But I won't go too much in detail, alright? Okay, let's start with paradoxes. Uh, what is a paradox? A paradox is a seemingly absurd or self-contradictory statement or proposition that when investigated or explained may prove to be well-founded or true. Now, for those of you who know paradoxes, good. You wouldn't require much of an explanation. But for those of you who are new, let me make this simple by giving you an example. There isn't a particular example of a paradox paradox itself because there are different types of paradoxes, right? So let me, to help you understand it, I've taken an example of a very famous paradox known as the grandfather paradox. <clears throat> now let me explain the definition, then let's, uh, let's, I'll explain it to you practically, right? The grandfather paradox is a paradox of time travel in which inconsistencies emerge through changing the past. Now what happens in the grandfather paradox? Let me explain. This is how it would work practically, okay? Assume you have the ability to travel back in time. So according to this paradox, you travel back in time to when your grandfather was a child, okay? You with me? And you kill him. Now if we assume there is only one timeline, then this event would cease to exist. Let me explain. If you kill your grandfather, you wouldn't exist because he wasn't able to marry and give birth to your father who in turn birthed you, right? I hope you're still with me. So if you don't exist, according to what we just discussed, then who killed your grandfather? Is he still alive? Are you alive? What is this loop? I'm super confused right now. I know there are a lot of questions in your mind right now about this loop. And yes, this is why paradoxes have always grabbed my attention. This is again one of the many paradoxes that exist. Again, if you're interested, search up, uh, search up on YouTube uh, some paradoxes and satisfy your curiosity. Let's move on to the Kardashev scale. What is the Kardashev scale? The Kardashev scale is a method of measuring a civilization's level of technological advancement based on the amount of energy they're able to use. The measure was proposed by Soviet astronomer Nikolai Kardashev in 1964. And these civilizations are ranked too, okay, from the least being, being type 1 civilization to the highest known being the type 5 civilization. <clears throat> now let's break down each uh, type to help you understand how exciting it is. Okay, this, uh, I will read the type, uh, the definition of the type and then I will explain to you with a practical, just, now I want you to go on imagination board, right? Just close your eyes, sit closely wherever you're sitting to the podcast, wherever you're listening to it. Close and just imagine what I'm telling you. Okay, this is going to be really some hi-fi, hi-fi. I mean, sci-fi, like almost like very, very highly technological. So make sure you're imagining. Okay, close your eyes for this. Okay. A type 1 civilization, also called as a planetary civilization, can use and store all of the energy available on its planet. Okay, before I continue with all the different types, I need to let you know that humanity is still not a type 1 civilization, right? Uh, we are like 0.7 on the Kardashev scale. We are yet to reach type 1. And as I said, these uh, these uh, metrics, these ranking basically tell you the optimum way to, uh, you know, like the most optimum way of you able to use uh, energy. Okay, now as I said, what the definition is basically, you can use and store all of the energy available on its plan. Now let me explain. So basically a type 1 civilization, how we are still wasting and polluting so much and we are like burning fossil fuels and doing the nuclear reactors and you know basically somewhat inefficient way, right? 
when we will have mastered the type 1 civilization we will be be so uh, economic right uh, like uh, eco, uh, i don't know it's like eco natural or something i don't know what that word is uh, shit since i forgot geography i've lo- lost a lot of stuff okay all right basically what i'm trying to say is we will have mastered the efficiency of har- harvesting you know like renewable sources of energy that is our entire planet will work on your wind energy uh, wave energy tidal energy and all that stuff your sun energy solar energy right super efficient a type 2 civilization also called as a stellar civilization can use and control energy at the scale of its planetary system now what does this mean you we have a solar system right our sun at the center of the solar system and all our planets right uh, since we have maxed out a potential at type 1 of completely you know like the most efficient way of harnessing all the energy from our home planet we go on to the other planets in the solar system like your mars your moon and all and we start terraforming those planets and start living on them and we start making optimum use of the entire this okay okay another thing in type 2 civilization is that we can build a super galactic uh, structure called as a dyson sphere just imagine something that will cover the sun in like somewhat of rings covering the sun which will basically uh, you know like uh, take so much energy from the sun sun that it will power the entire solar system and so uh, so much of our intergalactic needs for our traveling our energy sources so we st- uh, it's called the dyson sphere right created by one of this uh, a uh, scientist called dyson uh, in it's a theory by put by him in the 90s i think or in the 1900s some of one of the one of those years right there so right so type 2 civilization will be able to take so much energy from its entire civilization let's that's not it right a type 3 civilization also called a galactic civilization can control energy at the scale of its entire host galaxy and for us that will be the milky way we will have so much power from the sun from type 2 civilization that we will have spaceships that will be able to travel throughout almost all our galaxies and basically mine all the any planet we want any this we want and just do anything we want that's how developed we will be a type 4 civilization will harness the power of its own universe and it is effectively immortal and omnipotent a civilization a civilization this advanced could tap into mysterious dark matter and manipulate the basic fabric of space and time yeah so basically again this is again one step even higher than the galaxy level that is the universe like the uh, if we go any ahead of universe that is again the multiverse which is parallel realities and all that stuff right but universe basically how much we know in existence the reality right before we can go into the imaginary which is not yet proven multiverse the entire universe is at our it is at our will we can we are immortal as it's effectively immortal like we have will develop to such an extent like <clears throat> we will become virtual we uh, like uh, cyborgs and all the ai and all that stuff right will be so advanced that the entire universe will be at our will we can go to any end of the universe with our technology and do whatever we want will be that superpower of a species a type 5 civilization would be advanced enough to escape their universe of origin and explore the multiverse such a civilization would have mastered technology to a point where they could build a custom universe devices such as the monolith could be examples of their technology uh if you excuse me guys i really forgot to uh search what the meaning of a monolith is but i would i would just assume that we would be so strong that we could build a custom universe i guess it would be like some sort of a real life like uh, assume like how god was like uh, sitting in the sandbox and you know creating just choosing what to put and he made the entire universe we will be at that point basically at type 5 we can make universes and we will be able to make simulations right like we have you uh, for those of you science nerds have you ever wondered whether we were in a civilized uh, simulation we were whether 
we were living in a simulation we will be advanced enough i think uh, earlier on in the scale as well that we will be able to run simulations and the people inside the simulations won't be able to know that they're living in a simulation unless we spot glitches which is again a paradox i know i said there were only five types okay these were the five known types written in wikipedia and which are standard known across science but there are some bonus ones i found on the internet okay now prepare for goosebumps a type 6 or k6 civilization exists in the megaverse and is capable of creating and maintaining the fundamental laws of universes and multiverses they exist in infin they exist in an infinite amount of simultaneously existing multiverses and represent an infinite amount of time based outcomes and inter universal laws for everyone i don't think i can explain that but i'm going to keep going and i want you to keep imagining type 7 a type 7 or k7 civilization would travel transcend and ultimately oversee or be the omniverse which is the collection of every single universe multiverse megaverse paraverse dimension bracket alternate or pocket and realm everything is in the omniverse and there is one and only omniverse i'm not done yet type 10 and this is the last one i've written all right it goes on to 16 and 20 and i guess they all theories right we are just speculating but la- this is the last one i have for uh, you in terms of the kardashev scale listen to me close type 10 a type 10 civilization is the absolute it has explored every universe multiverse megaverse omniverse dimension multi dimension mega dimension and omni dimension and has colonized every galaxy star and planet of it i hope after looking at the scale of things you have understood that how much we still have to progress and that at some point we'd be playing gods and honestly with that level of advancements nothing can stop us like can you imagine this is again all theories as i said the last ones that how i mean again uh, uh, growth is linear right unless we uh, we are able to pa- uh, as uh, we fear able to pass the great filter we will keep developing development won't stop as long as humans exist right we we who uh, even your latest smartphone maker or your tv maker or your console maker then i want to just say like yeah the ps5 right your new iphone 11 right they are going to make your iphone 12 your ps6 they are going to they are not going to stop right so development will happen right now hold on hold on hold on. now now come back to reality okay okay everybody come back to reality good okay now enough imagination I have asked you guys, aka the Relatable Stories Squad, a question on why society values science more than arts, and let's see what you guys have to say. First, I guess this is because in the past times the uh, the job in science field was more. Why? What is up with this? Was given more importance by doctors, engineers, etc. Because it generates more money. Second, was definitely because commerce has banking accounts was next in line, and arts was not given much importance as we all know. but now things have changed there are more fields in arts and so many job opportunities science is overpopulated due to this thinking of the society and commerce is doing well and nowadays some colleges also with uh, colleges also go with college of arts science and commerce yes absolutely agree with this yeah uh, people have become more open minded and i get her pa- her answer of basically talking about the past the reason why society values because in the past or of these factors let's go on to the second submission people think that science is the toughest subject among all and arts is the easiest it's like a myth 
that if child gets 90 plus percent they should adopt for science those who score medium should adopt for opt for commerce and those who score average should opt for arts even though in all subjects we have to study and all are not easy science may be hard but commerce too isn't easy it's not easy to tally a balance sheet and arts too people are unable to complete their papers as it's too lengthy and it has no practicals like science so we are all difficult in our in some or the other way yes i like her elaboration like uh, how she mentioned that uh, every subject has its own hurdles to get through and she gave examples of each subjects uh, streams and what it is to be like in a particular stream third they kind of underestimate the arts stream the most they think arts is only for the ones who don't know what to do with their lives and only the ones who are intelligent take commerce and science they do not want to give room for perspective what they don't know is that there are in fact more advantages and innovative fields and more options in arts rather than commerce and science so according to them science is for the ones who are most intelligent and can be successful commerce is for the ones who who are moderately intelligent and arts is the least intelligent what they don't know is that there are limitations with respect to career whereas arts doesn't science is very overrated in our society i can't do anything but agree it's may fourth it's mainly because science related jobs are more sought after and more are, and are more recognized you know always uh, you know you always hear about jobs of doctors and engineers but never company worker accountant and archaeologist parents feel that science is an option for a more stable life with a good job but boy are they wrong well you see the art stream doesn't even get much recognition as no one who takes it shows off about the possibilities but it's pretty good stream in in and of itself commerce has a much better rate of passing through and also are getting a sustainable job on the other hand science is much more difficult to pass if you do still have a pretty hard time to do and if you get a job then it's like life's good here that's all i think about it hope it's good my god thank you so much for the person who gave that answer so descriptive uh, such a technical and practical point of looking at it so much beneficial i hope you guys listening they are really benefiting from these opinions okay fifth it is like that people assume that those who have taken arts have taken the easier and effortless part in path in life commerce is kind of a mix it's like all the people think that you have taken the easy path it's still kind of value meanwhile science is different right the general people think that science people are a class above all and should be respected blah blah although their syllabus is a little tougher it's not like we arts and commerce people are doing time pass in the end it's about what the people do with their uh, what the people do want to do with their life if people take their work seriously then they can succeed in life equally regardless of the field they have taken i know people in science who take life easy and only keep saying their life is difficult those who strive for success and are uh, successful regardless of the field society will always judge it's only you who has control of yourself and the life you make of it wow such a beautiful answer such great insights on success and again <clears throat> thank you so much relatable story squad for going out of your way to give me such descriptive answers which i can share with the community for all the other people listening and you, i am really i am getting to learn so much more perspective after listening to your opinion the guys which you are submitting and the last submission which i have for today is hey uh yeah it really bothers me as well because i have to have taken arts i guess it's just because of the mentality that science is the most secured field followed by commerce and arts people usually feel that arts is apparently simple and common 
it does not have a lot of job opportunities except from teaching and stuff which is a huge misconception as there is scope as the scope is as the scope here is unlimited also it's sad that uh, people feel if you have scored good marks and then you should opt for science or commerce otherwise you have committed the biggest sin right i mean absolutely i can't agree with you so we can we so uh, uh, the people who have asked the relatable story squad is of gen z most of you are of the younger generation and are open minded so the most of the answers they radiate open mindedness and equality and lack of judgment and respect for every single person as i just said and the, that's what i want to preach and let's close this podcast but before you leave i have the question for this episode let's see what uh, the what we have so get uh, what 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 do you have asked let's just get to it hey rylan my question for you is how did you find your passion because i want to find mine i'm stuck in life right now and i'm completely blank i don't know what to do with my career question mark okay okay all right so i'll answer this one final question which i feel is going to be really really beneficial to every single one of you listening who have who are in the same situation as you so listen closely all right don't skip this podcast yet or end this podcast this will be really beneficial to you and yeah once you listen to this question you can just hop right out okay but let's begin okay how did i find my podcast very beautiful question uh, right let's say okay so uh, the, i see uh, it's it all comes down to the passion is what passion is something that you're good at doing and that you like doing right which is a uh, see it's all about whenever you're talking about passion you have to find two factors right one it is something you're good at you uh, again if you're not good at something again you can get good at it but to get a head start you always want to do something you're good at we all are good at something or the other i've covered this in previous podcast right you are, some of us are naturally good at drawing or singing or dancing we have a personal interest right so something you're good at and something you like doing right is uh, so it's not and right so you have to find that both which are congruent right like you like dancing but you you are good at dancing but you don't like dancing right it's a very rare case but sometimes you're like you know like you are good at dancing but uh, and you don't like doing it as a career full time so like you like that right so find something you're good at one and find something that uh, you like doing and that is catching equal to your passion which you can pursue for your life as a career now i made it very simple now how do you find this right uh, okay now i i see it's uh, the reason why you haven't found your passion is simple you haven't tried enough things as the more you try things in life the more you understand what you like what you don't like what you good at what you not good at simple as that now how do you go about this see the i i read this uh, i came to know about this wikipedia hobby method okay i would call it the whm method the wikipedia hobby method and I, while i was searching for my passion i was watching a ton of videos on youtube and i came across this one youtube video in which they explained this method i'm pretty sure they didn't call it the wikipedia hobby method i'm calling it that now what do you do this you go on wikipedia and search hobbies or google and the wikipedia page of hobbies will come up on there there will be 200 to 500 hobbies listed and don't lose me yet okay listen to me closely out of all the hobbies in all the different categories what i want you to do is take a notebook and pen and start you can if you like oh it's oh like roller skating oh dancing oh singing oh cooking oh bird watching oh this whichever hobby over there you like like whichever like, which you like as in oh i would like to try okay look at me listen to me closely skydiving bird watching shooting shooting as in like your trial shooting and our game shooting and all that stuff so like any of the categories you like whichever one anyone are like no i mean not anyone few 200 don't go and choose 100 okay try to keep like one one tenth like uh, of every 10 or take one out of 10 something something like that okay try to keep it less and start uh, jotting down the things you seem interesting and you want to try once you have uh, wrote uh, like up to like 
don't drive more than 30 things okay like try to keep it 1 to 15 approximately and find 15 things now what you want to do after finding 15 hobbies or things that you want to try they might be completely new or because they like you've seen and you are you are like i want to try that right what i want you to do is again this is more good if you are a, a young person right because you have a lot of time while you can do this with your along with your school along with your college right if you are with a job you are going to have a tough time because you are going to spend so much of your time uh doing your job right and then you can't quit your job just to start doing a board watching if that's your interest and getting your money or whatever it is right so that, so it's going to be very much effective for the young people but uh, older people don't get uh, uh you know like uh, rejected you can still work this through you just have to uh, uh, deal with bit more complications but you see the, but you see if you are young see you have such a big advantage now please don't waste it right so once you have taken fifth uh, 15 items or whatever you have taken the number of items uh, of hobbies take one uh, one hobby and give it one complete month learn a to z of it go on youtube watch videos of it learn about it what is it to be in it start practicing it go to events of that go and live it practically like you're bird watching right what is bird watching research on youtube and google right what is bird watching why did it started what 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 are job opportunities in it go and do some bird bird watching yourself in the wild or, or like a gardens or your building or whatever you want to do and see it in purpose give one full month to it give your 100% to it and don't quit till the 31st day or 30 or 31st day give it 100% okay you like it perfect keep it aside you don't like it cross it off the list and keep trying all the 15 things and after you try all the 15 things give it your 100% don't try to do all of them right you have 15 things i'll do one this on one day one don't don't do 15 things in a month do one thing one month and give your full attention to it and try all the things that have uh, sparked your curiosity i'm not telling you that it has a 100% chance but i'm pretty sure it has a 90% chance that you will come out of this finding your passion i still have that list which i i, I don't know where i've kept but why i did this wikipedia hobby method and podcasting was on there youtuber was one on there and everything so i tried right so i failed at youtube again i've tried that i failed at podcasting again i tried that but i came back because i i rediscovered that i actually loved it and i had to only recollect some mistakes so again because see now i'll explain to you uh, as i said in my previous podcast you have to find something that uh, you are you are you're good at and you like doing equal to your kitchen passion right now for me i i am uh, what you're good at i'm good at speaking public speaking or whichever it is like if i if i'm so confident over here speaking that definitely shows my speaking skills and plus i have a host my manly voice which is good for a podcast on like for the trying type of personality i'm trying to project one two do I, do i like doing it yes absolutely do absolutely do in my previous episodes you have heard me just say i can go on and on talking i love talking so did did, did i get the two factors absolutely i am good at talking and i love talking catching equal to your business and podcast is a perfect medium where i can i can talk i love to which i'm good at talking i can talk and share you guys your information your entertainment your value your laugh whatever you want to consider it as and then yeah i just put some sponsors in there or like put some patrons in there or whatever that monetization uh, route is and catching i i get the money right so that you have to figure this out but this is the method that i have found my passion and this is the method that you can find your passion out yourself please don't disappoint me and if you want any further guidance i'm really really open to help just dm me and uh, if you if you have any doubts along this way i'm really happy uh, to help you just contact me in the dms i'm always open on instagram link to that in the show notes below and yes again if you want to uh, give your submissions huge big submissions if you are very insightful very knowledgeable you have something that you could offer value make sure you join the discord server the link is in the description as well and before i close again if you love memes you love to see memes you love to make memes related to the podcast i have the link to my subreddit where you have there are tons of memes you will laugh again if the podcast isn't enough there are so many funny memes on there and that with that all being said that's all i have for this episode